Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. I'm back. Rodriguez for our Black and White Sports. Well, one of the things that we have always monitored is the fallout from all of the uh, woke epiphanies and changes that were made across sports after the George Floyd incident. Now, for full disclosure, myself and John, uh, we were on a live stream the night of the George Floyd incident after it happened, uh, night of, that later that night. And uh, I told John then, I said, you do realize everything you know and love will be ruined from wokeness and virtue signaling now that this has happened. And we were both acknowledged that was a thing that was coming. Well, um, cue the Cleveland Indians. Now, the Cleveland Indians, one of the best logos ever, Chief Wahoo, of course, even got elevated, shown more to the national public when the major league movies came out. Uh, It was just one of the great uh, sports nicknames, mascots, um, monikers that we had in all of the sports. And... um, the Cleveland Indians owner ruined it and he ruined it on behalf of George Floyd. And we'll talk about that. Uh, but it seems that Cleveland, uh, faithful have not taken kindly to that name change. And that was big news when they decided to do that. Uh, not only that, but they picked the the name, the guardians. And, um, I mean, it, it just, it still doesn't sound right. It doesn't, it just doesn't make any sense. And, uh, let's look at this because, it seems that uh, local Cleveland natives uh, have decided to just just do away with supporting this team. It looks like they have just thrown their hands up. They've had enough, and despite the fact that they're winning, people are just not going to watch this team. Cleveland Guardians ranked twenty fifth in major league attendance despite winning the division. I mean, if ever there was evidence of of a fan base spitting back out wokeness and vomiting in their mouths, this is it. They're saying, we're just not going to show up. We don't care if you are winning. The Cleveland Guardians have ridden a dominant pitching staff to a division title, their first since 2018. They're also an exciting team to watch with the youngest roster in Major League Baseball that averages just over 26 years old. They've had an outstanding second half as well, going 42-24, and 24, which puts them by just behind the Houston Astros for the best record in the American League. None of that has attracted more fans to Guardians home games. Wow. This season, this has been a season-long issue in Cleveland, extending past attendance into struggles with local television ratings. At the time, some defended the low attendance numbers by saying there weren't a particularly good team. In theory, that would have gone a long way towards explaining the dramatic drop in support. But it's hard to play much better than 42-24 and 24 
clenching your division with several weeks remaining in the season. That success hasn't helped matters much. With six games left, all against the Kansas City Royals, the Cleveland Cleveland ranks 25th in Major League Baseball attendance, averaging, Jesus, 16,819 fans a game. That's unbelievably bad. Wow. We're talking about, listen to this, Tampa Bay, Miami, Oakland. I mean, they're down here. They're down here with those teams that notoriously do not receive in-person fan support. That's nuts. This sets below even the Reds and Tigers to a moribund teams eliminated from postseason contention months ago. Not to mention the Chicago White Sox who faded from contention early on. Unbelievable. While the average per game does not represent an improvement over their mid-season figures, it's only a slight increase. As of late July, Cleveland was averaging 15,025 fans per game, meaning their push towards the playoffs in the second half has resulted in just an 11% increase in season attendance. Wow. Compared to 2019, even the 16,819 figure represents a 22% decrease despite the 2019 team missing the playoffs entirely and finishing eight games behind first place Minnesota Twins. It's also well behind the other division winners. The Dodgers lead the league with nearly 48,000 fans per game. The Yankees are third. The uh, Astros are seventh. The Cardinals are second, and the Braves and the Mets are also in the top six. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. While those are larger markets, outside of St. Louis, it's still a tremendously poor showing for a team that exceeded expectations and easily won their division. An important September 19th game against the Twins drew just 12,168 fans. Even the most attended game of the series was just 24,449, far below Progressive Field's capacity. So if the poor attendance isn't due to poor performance, it certainly seems possible that fans are still upset about the name change enacted before the season. The history and connection between the organization and fans was developed as the Cleveland Indians which were mostly unceremoniously discarded when political pressure became too much for team ownership to handle. Shame on them. There may be other possible explanations, but when many of the previous excuses, poor weather or mediocre on-field play, are fallen by the wayside, it seems to be one of the more likely reasons. That said, with a home playoff game in Cleveland rapidly approaching, there should be more visible fan support shortly. The Guardians will host all potential wild card, uh, games of the wildcard series against a, a to-be-determined opponent with any possible matchup set 
uh, to create an exciting series. And look, their explanation from their uh, their owner didn't help. This is December 14, 2020. Indians' nickname decision came from an awakening or epiphany after George Floyd's death, team owner says. My God. Cleveland Indians owner Paul Dolan said Monday an awakening or epiphany after the death of George Floyd was part of the reason why the team name will eventually change. Dolan and the organization announced it officially started the process of changing the team's name, but it will likely stay as the Indians through the 2021 season. Dolan told the Associated Press that he, quote, emphasizes with empathizes with fans who don't want the name altered. Cleveland has been known as the Indians since 1915. I fully understand it. No, you don't, or you wouldn't have changed it. I consider myself fifth-generation Clevelander. It's in our blood and baseball, and the Indians are synonymous. It was one of the most recognizable nicknames in all of sports. And that goes to the whole intent versus impact thing. Nobody intended anything negative by our attachment to the name Indians, but the impact has been tough. And he went on to talk about all the um, the supposed outrage from the Native American community, which I always find odd. My, my wife is large percent Native American. Uh, she doesn't understand it. She's like, you know, as Native Americans, we are very thick-skinned. We're not offended by things that Democrats want to lead you down the road to believe that we're offended by. Uh, in fact, it's offensive to them that people think they're offended. I'm just being honest. Our subscriber base has got a pretty big uh, Native American demographic, and, and, and a lot of subscribers have said it's utterly ridiculous that these team teams keep changing names and things. People are still pissed off. My best friend is a, a rabid, or used to be, used to be a rabid Washington Redskins fan, and he was like, you know, to hell with it. He's not anymore. He hardly watches the NFL at all, and part of the reason is that mystique, that name, is with your team. And then there was the story that I remember doing after the fact that once they decided on the Guardians, they were playing cheapskate, and they were actually in a legal battle with a local uh, roller derby team that owned the Guardians' name, and the Indians didn't want to pay up for it. The Cleveland owner didn't want to pay up to get the Guardians' rights. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's totally embarrassing. And the Guardians is a shitty name. Sorry, Guardians fans. I mean, it's just not a great name. Uh, tell me what you think, man. This is what happens when you bend the knees to political pressure. People are so fed up with wokeness and the absurdness surrounding the offensiveness with wokeness. I mean, people are just, they throw their hands up and they're like, it's ridiculous. I mean, this is not the kind of thing that everyday Americans are concerned with that you're offended. I mean, people look to things like the Cleveland Indians, Indians as a, as a getaway from your bullshit political statements. You've taken the uh, enjoyment out of sports for many, many people by doing dumb shit like this. It's crazy. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.